Good morning, and hello to anyone interested in Troubled Finances, There's Hope. By the way, there's a book by this name, Troubled Finances, There's Hope, available on the website, of course, www.troubledfinances.com. Why do I say troubled finances? Because many people have troubled finances in some form or another. Why? Why do you think many people have troubled finances? Because the world has a plan for their money and your money and my money, and that is to take it from us. So, to avoid the world taking our money from us, we show you a better plan. That plan, by the way, is the plan of the Almighty God. What? You mean God has a plan for our money? Yes, and it's a much better plan than the world's. Let's just provide a real-life story about one plan, and this one is about a guy and his new blue pickup truck. Pastor Leon had always wanted a new truck. His ministry was going well, and when he realized his salary was sufficient to afford the payments, he went right down to his favorite dealership, found a new blue pickup, just the model he wanted, and made the purchase. He was pleased as he could be for about a year. Suddenly, a trio of unexpected expenses rained down on him. His daughter all of a sudden was getting married. His wife became sick and had to make numerous visits to the, to the doctor. Serious house repairs became evident. Now, there was not enough money to go around. If he didn't make his truck payments, the bank would take the truck, and that would really be embarrassing. His daughter's marriage plans were more expensive than he thought they would should be. Uh, who could have guessed that his normally healthy wife would have all these health issues? And why did these things have to happen to his house, especially now at all times? In God's timing, I was scheduled to speak at his church, right in the middle of this crisis. At his first opportunity, Pastor Leon asked me why God would allow all this to happen when he was trying to do a good work for him. That's a good question, right? Reasonable question. But I answered his question with another question. That question was, did you pray seriously about this purchase before you bought the truck? Uh, no, uh, he said, I forgot to pray about it. <clears throat> you forgot? Well, actually, it never occurred to me, he said. It just seemed like a simple, logical decision. Either I could afford it, or I couldn't. And at the time, it seemed like I could. The pastor forgot that God wants to be involved in every area of our lives. This certainly includes the area of spending. Luke 16, 11 says, If therefore you've not been faithful in the use of worldly wealth, who will entrust the true riches to you? What is God saying here? What do you think this verse means? It means that we need to be faithful in how we use our money, which is really His money. That's the point. It's His money, and so uh, He gave us the job, He gave us the position, He gave us all this stuff. So this includes then praying before any purchase, and even more intensely before a major purchase. If Pastor Leon would have prayed seriously before buying the new truck, God may have impressed on him to wait. Was it a sin that he bought the truck? No, not at all. But only God knows the future. It's in our best interest to ask the Almighty God, who knows the future, what to do before the future arrives. And God does speak to us in various different ways. One other point. God is not a fan of debt. Pastor Leon made only a small down payment and borrowed the rest. If he had consulted God's word, 
he may have rediscovered God's dislike of debt and felt like it would be God's best plan for him to wait and save maybe for a year before he made this purchase. Then he would have avoided most of the difficulties he was now in. Final point. Do not lose hope. Even when we make mistakes that leave us feeling hopeless, as Christians, we should never lose hope. Why? Because we know God loves us and He has a plan for us. He can and will adjust His plan for us to accommodate our mistakes. So I spoke with Pastor Leon a year later. After he had gotten serious about prayer and asked God for a direction about his finances, God did work miraculously in his life. With God's help, he weathered the crisis and then focused on paying off his truck. Now, only a year later, he was well on his way to paying the truck off, so he was doing well. When we focus on what God wants, things will usually get better, and if they do not, they certainly will in heaven when we see him there. Here's some questions. First of all, if you were Pastor Leon, would you have jumped at the chance to, to purchase this truck? When you looked at your finances, you considered, hey, I do have the money to purchase this truck. Would you have gone down to do it? Or would you have asked for advice? Would you have uh, asked for uh, advice from perhaps your elders or friends? What would you have done? And what do you think, Pastor? What do you think Pastor Leon should have done? All right. Here's another story. This story is about a lady at college, a young lady, and we call it the daughter at college. Credit cards are so easy, and spending money does make a person feel good. Correct? Isn't that right? When we spend some money, we feel better, right? And so this was the dilemma a mother faced with her daughter at college. She said, Mom, I'm depressed. This work is overwhelming. I just need to get out and buy something so I can feel better. Can you please put some money on my bank card? That would be a reasonable thing to say and a reasonable thing for, for a young lady to say. You know, she's been working hard at college, and so she's uh, stressed about all the work. Maybe she has some exams coming, and so she needs, she needs an uplift. So mom knew exactly what the daughter was feeling. She had given in to the impulse many times herself. It seemed so easy. Go to the store, look at all the pretty things, select something you really like, have, some, have someone wait on you, and come out of the store feeling special. She had also learned that the feeling did not last very long, not nearly as long as it would to pay the bill off, but simply saying no was not a very appealing option. What to do? Mom and Dad should work out a plan so their daughter would have a certain amount of feel-good money each week or month. This would help her budget for these times when she would be down and need a little boost, helping her move toward independence rather than always leaning on mom. They also might encourage her to be aware of the relationship between buying something and feeling better. How much better? For how long? Did the expense of the item make all the difference, or would just something simple have had the same effect? Maybe she just needed to get out and get out of the, of the college area and walk around stores and maybe buy a soda pop or something. What else? So in other words, what else might be just as effective? If she had prayed about this, how might God have helped her? A father just spoke to me about his married adult daughter, who he admitted was a big spender. She and her husband are now forced to sell their comfortable home and move to something less expensive because of uncontrolled spending. 
a high price to pay with not much to show for it. Luke 16.11 gives us important advice regarding spending. This verse would have been a great focus for them. Question. If you had a child in college and they called and asked for money to spend, what would you say? Secondly, how do you and I help our children learn important lessons while preserving a happy relationship with them? That's a really good question, right? We want to preserve the relationship because we want to continue to have a positive influence on them. We want to continue to be able to influence them in their Christian walk. We want to continue to influence them in other areas of their life, perhaps who they're dating, what kind of relationships they're having. We want to influence them in all those things. But we, and we cannot do that unless we have a good relationship with them. So how do we, how do we preserve uh, the relationship while hel helping them learn important lessons? Thank you for listening today. This tr these true stories on finances come from the book, Troubled Finances, There is Hope. It is available for $13.95 softcover or $3.79 Kindle at www.troubledfinances.com. I'm David G. Toussaint. Thanks for listening. If you want to contact me, you can send me an email from the website. I will respond. Have a great day.